live from the DT Studios on Talk Radio 1. This is Daily Turismo Radio. Powered by EuropeanMotorWorks.com. Here's your hosts, Editor-in-Chief of Daily Turismo, Vince Barbary, Chris Florin and Ashley DeLuca. Hello, motorheads. Rev up your engines and get ready for another fabulous episode of the Daily Turismo Radio Show. Broadcasting live on TalkRadio1.com from our studio in scenic Gardena, California. Tonight is our anniversary episode. Not the anniversary of the Daily Turismo radio show, but producer Ben's 10th anniversary with his wife. So uh, how's that going so far, Ben? How, how's, um... What do you mean? And how are, how are you not divorced? <laughs> I keep her well medicated, Vince. <laughs> yeah. So we have a bombastic show for you today. We have a guest joining us via the phone. But I may be divorced what? by next week, by the way. That's you know for doing that's a totally show fine. tonight. You, you're, okay. It'll be well worth it. Um, yeah, I, that's what I was saying. It's you know what? Well, we'll get to that because we're gonna have a fun time, chit chat, jibber jabber, mostly talk about stuff that we care about. That's what we do in this radio show. That's. Um, but before I get too far ahead of myself, let me introduce some of the other <laughs> soon-to-be single folks in the studio with me today. Seafoam <laughs> and Ashley aren't here. It's just producer Ben. Producer yes. Ben. Hey. Um, hey. Oh, hey. Whoa, someone's calling us. That was kind of a strange noise there. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, hey, um, producer Ben, you can put him on the air there. I just want to say right. that um, Go ahead. you should be pricing mail-order brides from the island of Madagascar this week. That's apparently a hot Mad- place. Really? From. Yeah, that's a hot place. I thought Southeast Asia was still the place for mail-order brides. It's all about, it's it's Madagascar is the new, like, you got to move, you got to move to the new place. You know, the old, they're getting too expensive over in Southeast Asia, Madagascar. What about Russia? And all the good ones are gone. That's right. Hey, we got, uh, so joining us via phone is Mike. Mike, welcome to the show. How you doing? Good. Good. Are you driving or are you home? I'm in the car right now. I'm just pulling out of the parking lot at in this uh, People's Republic of uh, California. Um, I didn't have to spend 10 cents on a bag because I didn't get enough to need a bag, but hey, I've got as we're a, trying to push these really, really hefty bags that are going to fill our landfills even more than the old ones. Never did, never break down. So I've got the and, bag uh, thing figured out, by the way. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait for this. Okay. What you do is that before you start your grocery shopping, you head over to the produce section and you grab a whole roll of produce, <laughs> little like, like the bags you put apples in, okay? I like it. And now as I you're like checking it. out, you just hand them those, and you say, put all my boxes of Fritos and all the junk food I'm buying into those bags, and then I'll take that home. And, and what are they going like to say? It. No, it's too late. You've, you've won. Yeah. I wonder if they'll still give you your nickel per bag, though. And those bags also work surprisingly well for suffocating the human beings. If you, if you need but, to do that kind but of it's thing. Good they if, do. It, it's good if you, if the, you suffocate the, a human being, but then the you take the bag off. The heavy-duty ones are good yeah. for poisoning people, too. The heavy-duty oh. ones? I didn't know this. Yeah. Actually, yeah, you I just put want... your meat in them, and then you <laughs> whoa, go back whoa, whoa. later. Hey, this is a family show. Old... <laughs> so it's got, <laughs> and it's got poison in it? Not that meat, Vince. <laughs> Not that meat. Okay, so you put some carne asada in there. big enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> So you put your your um your your steak in there, and then what? 
and then it gets the steak goo in there, and then you put it in the, the trunk of your car, and it gets hot and cool and hot and cool, and you get a good old growth going in there, and then you go back into the store, and you put your veggies in there, and they pick up all that good goo and, and mold on the uh, the bag. This sounds like some kind of delicacy that you'd eat, like, in Southeast Asia. I think it is. <laughs> like, like, like that egg? That's the the Philippines, they eat the egg that's got the fertilized chicken in it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, Russian roulette food edition. I, I was so pissed with the first time I went to the store after that law went into effect or whatever. They, they told me I had to pay 10 cents a bag. I was so pissed. I went, got a boat, went to the ocean, threw that bag, and choked a whale right there. I was pissed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well um so that's a good start for our show tonight uh mike i gotta ask you what are you driving right now i am in a the beamer 740 twin turbo wow baller so the um the whales are choking on the fumes right yeah <laughs> absolutely i'm killing all the shorebirds as i drive home slowly but surely um and what um i know that was a replacement for your amg mercedes which was a fantastically fast automobile but not the most reliable thing on the planet um how has that bmw been in terms of trips to the dealer it's a steaming pile <laughs> <laughs> there the goes, last time i went there to goes the our dealer, BMW I sponsorship. i have a headlight out <laughs> And, and, and you bought and, this car, uh, like, what, three years ago? Uh, something like that. Two yeah. years, three years ago. I can't remember exactly. And you had headlights but, out. Uh, the headlight was out, just the daytime running light. You know, just the DRL was out. And uh, I took it in for that. I got it back a week and a half later with a brand-new transmission, and they forgot to change the headlight. <laughs> Swapping? And the new tranny drives wow. exactly like the old one. It has the same problem it had before. <laughs> so, so you had a so you got you got a new tranny with busted headlights. Is what you're saying? Exactly. Yep. So, is this the first time you blew a tranny? <laughs> I usually don't talk about that in public, but <laughs> right. Well, I just you know transmissions they, they 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 break easily when people drive them fast, right? And you're you're a fast driver. Yeah. You you put your foot yeah. in on it. I, I I do a brake stand here and there. All right, all right. So, um, I wanted to ask you more questions about about cars. Do you uh, you don't have a classic in your garage today, right? I do not. Well, not four wheels. Oh, wait a second. Did you, did your wife did she finally give up on you and let you get a motorcycle? Is she sort done of. with you? Sort of. Do tell. The kids are in college. Okay. The kids are in college, so I'm I'm starting off slowly. I've got a 1983 Honda CT110. Uh, I would say nice, but unfortunately, I know nothing about motorcycles. Is that is that two stroke? Is it four you know stroke? The, old, the the classic old Honda Trail 90. I, Honda Trail 90, Mike, you look like a like a clown riding one of those Trail 90s. They're tiny. You should see my helmet. You should see my helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I usually put the red nose on to ride it too. Wow! So a one ten is a hundred and ten cubic inch bike or CC bike. Uh, what, what was the bike yes, again? You said one hundred and ten CCs, not cubic Sorry, inches. It'd be nice yeah. if it was one hundred and ten <laughs> cubic inches, but and I think top you speed, step up to like top a, speed on this thing about forty five. 
Now, uh, so it's a motor scooter. Uh, centrifugal yeah. clutch? You sure that's not a moped? It's. I think it's only considered a moped if it's below 50 cc's and it has pedals. Yeah, that sounds that It's sounds a familiar. scooter it's a... if it's under 50 cc's and doesn't have pedals. Mm. And it's a motorcycle that will get you an M1 license in the United in California. It looks like a moped. I'm, look, over, I'm looking at I'm looking at a picture of it right yeah. here, Mike. It looks so, like a moped. Yep. You've got It a, looks like a moped. Absolutely. Now you used to ride bikes, right? Didn't you fracture your knee to Kingdom Come or something? Tib fib. Tib fib. All right. So you, you fracture something. But you hadn't you you, yep. you haven't had enough. You're back on. You're two wheels again. Absolutely. <laughs> on the street again. On the street. I always rode dirt. And so I, I never stopped riding dirt. So with the kids in college, I assume the wife has you heavily insured and probably can, tells uh, you to do more of this. Yeah, I think she uh um I think she'd do okay. <laughs> good, good. So Mike Mike, if I was your wife, I'd divorce you just for riding one of these things. This thing is like We're looking at pictures of one right yeah, now. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. It's, I know, they're they're pretty hideous, but although, it's pretty fun. If you actually if you put on about like 60 pounds and rode it then it would be kind of cool because it'd be like that fat person yeah i know it, it does know, look a lot better under a giant tarp. you know what? no you know what you don't have to do that all all you do if you really want to look cool riding one of these you get a giant <laughs> pizza like box yeah. carrier on the back and you just put that yes. back there like you're delivering pizzas wherever you go and you know, well, just in in Australia, around. they're referred to as posties because the post office uses them in the rural areas. Yeah, I can picture that. Picture oh, wow. riding to kangaroos with those. I so, was gonna say. So okay, so what's what's the next? <laughs> so that's step? my only classic right now. But but what's the next step after this? This once you get sick of this thing and you realize that it's you know slower <laughs> than a UPS truck. What do you what do you get next? What's next in the two wheel list? I kind of like the uh, FZ7. Now that's a you're a Yamaha man, is that correct? Yeah, so, yeah. Yep. I, I was just a, it's a three cylinder FC7. I don't even know what an FC7 is. I was looking at a bike that I thought was kind of cool the other day. It was the um, the Harley Davidson that has a um, it's like a Harley Davidson sport bike. What the heck is that thing called? Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, if you're gonna ride, you've got to ride something weird. You can't just be another guy on some kind of, you know, run-of-the-mill um, four-cylinder Yamaha or you know Kawasaki and just drive around with a 600 cc bike like every other chump out there, right? Yeah. You, you got to ride something really weird, something strange looking. A buddy of mine just got one of the Harley. Uh, it's called the 48. Okay. It's a Sportster, so it's the smaller motor. But it's got like kind of smaller diameter fat tires on it, and it's modeled after the 1948 police Harley. Nice, nice. So what you really need is you need. Do you, you know what a Canon? That's what a K K A N N O N V8 chopper is. I know what the Boss Haas ones are, but I'm not sure about Canon. So Canon's another um, uh, V8, you know, Harley. Builder, I don't know if they're Harleys, but it's some it's yeah. Chevy V8 shoved into I don't know what the heck kind of transmission this thing's running into, but um, we we featured one Dali Turismo a couple couple weeks ago. Um, uh-huh. and it just uh-huh. seemed like if you're gonna ride a chopper like into the apocalypse, like this is what you would ride. 
you know, radiator. That would be a good. Um, that would be a good apocalypse bike. And by the way, this particular bike that we featured, it was covered in skulls. Like that skull exhaust pipe it was just sculled out. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It's a perfect douchebag bike. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, Mike, I got to ask you: if you're not, if you're, you know, if you're done with these bikes or you got the bike you want, um, what what classic goes in the garage? What would you get? Well, we were just talking about one that I really like, and I almost bought 15 years ago for about, uh, I probably could have gotten it for 26, 27 K. And right now in fair condition, they're worth 130. Uh, you're talking Porsche 911 turbos? No, okay. no. A friend of mine has a, a, a 84 turbo Targa, and that's getting up there to that that kind of price range as well. But this is a Lamborghini Islero. Oh, yes. Now you're talking. Anything, you know, uh, you, you can pick up certain Ferraris, you know, for cheap, right? For, you know, I don't know, 10 grand, you can get yourself that, mm-hmm. that four-seater Ferrari. But Lamborghinis, if whenever I look for one under 20 grand, it's, you just can't find anything. Well, that Islero now in good condition. I think in at Concours this year, one sold for 160 or 180, and in fair condition, they're listed at 120 now. Right, but they only sold them for two years. How many? They, they made 225 of them. I mean, come on. Yep, 225 of them. V12 engine up front. Front engine V12, two plus two touring salon, 1968 and 1969. Yeah, yeah, that's it's gorgeous, gorgeous automobile. But um, yeah, you might, might so have to plane for a Lambo. You might have to take a insurance policy out on your wife and get her to ride that smoke pad <laughs> around for a little bit, and you get one of those. <laughs> that could work. <laughs> Either that, or you could make your kids pay their own way through college. You know that that's about the same price. That, that would work as well. Yeah, <laughs> I told my wife many times that when I reach the age where my kids are in. We'll be going to college, which I'm, I'll be pushing 50. Um, and I had the choice between paying for their college or buying like a new, you know, Porsche 911. It's, I'm going to be driving a Porsche 911. They'll be going to, you know, trade school or something. There's no, like, yep. no choice here. I mean, come on. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I like that. Yes. I think they're going to be living at home with you for the rest of their lives. Uh, yeah, I could change. So you the, may be enjoying your Porsche, but you're also gonna—you're never gonna be able to downsize the house. Well, remember, you can sleep in your car, but you can't move in your house. Good point. That's why I was trying to tell people. <laughs> All right. I'm not sure how comfortable it would be sleeping in a 911, though. Uh, yeah, I guess it depends on how many of um, producer Ben's uh, Madagascar lady friends you can bring along. That's that's a good point. I say if you had a nine eleven, you could probably find a place to sleep. So there you go. Yes, <laughs> that's true. So uh, Mike, that's why I have the the seven forty il, the big uh, baller yes, long the long, uh, the long wheelbase long one. wheelbase version. There's lots of room in the back seat. So when Vince picks up a couple of Madagascar and uh, <laughs> wives and moves to uh, Utah, I can go visit him. Utah, man. Come on, Madagascar. I got, I, I got this story. <laughs> the, this guy at work I know, he, um, he's he got this Corvette, right? And, he, and he's he's older. He's probably in his mid-50s, and it's a total midlife crisis thing. He's divorced, whatever. And um, 
He and this other friend, they were sitting at a bar. This is my other friend at work was telling me a story. They were sitting at this bar and these two hot chicks walk in and they sit at the end of the bar. He's all, hey, hey, watch this, watch this. He orders them a drink. They come over and they say, hey, you know, thanks for the drink. And he, the first thing he goes, is, you see that vet out there? That vet that you walked right by when you walked in? That's my car. That's my car. First thing they did, they they, they finished their drinks, walked straight out the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so no nine eleven. Maybe you should have gotten a Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike, did did you get a chance to go to the LA Auto Show this uh, this week? I did not. Are I you, did not. Work's been kicking my butt, so I did not get a chance to. Are go. you going to head over there this weekend and check it out, or are you? Are you? Just I doubt out? it. Okay. Yeah. So public days are it. starting up. I now. gotta. I gotta run a lot of errands back and forth to the airport this weekend. Understood. I've I've been there. Um, I do want to say wait, I was wait, there. Like, wait, where where <laughs> I've been running people to the airport recently too. It's ridiculous. Uh, I I say you know it's Uber, right? Why can't you guys take Uber? But I know, you know what are you are you smuggling these days, Mike, or what? Are you you like you take up a second career in smuggling? Uh, I am an Uber. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> Uber like black that. with the uh, with the seven forty L. Yeah. That would be that's no yeah, no. My hilarious. daughter's coming back from school, and my wife's up in San Jose. She's coming back, and. So it's just, uh, you know, it's again, it's, keep picking people up. It sounds like if they have trouble installing Uber on their phone, you should show them how to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, my wife does have it installed. Maybe I can just tell her, get her, get your own ride. This is, that's, but yeah, you and I will be getting a place together, Mike, because we'll both be divorced by next week. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yep. Mike, exactly. did, did you, but did I'll you... be able to get that classic car that I want. <laughs> that's, that's true. Right. And a big motorcycle. What I don't know, man. Once she takes half, uh, you you know, it's it's not much left. Yeah, that could make it a little bit more difficult. So I want to point out that it's uh, I don't know if you heard the intro, Mike, but it's producer Ben's tenth anniversary today, wedding anniversary with his wife, and he's doing a show. Oh no, I did not hear that. Yeah, so um, he's a uh, he's a real congratulations, uh, Ben. I can't believe you made it. <laughs> Thank you. We'll see. We'll see if you're still saying congratulations next week. uh so mike before before i let you go and and um continue uh trying to um get rid of those those polluting mammals you know it's the amount of raw sewage that comes out of a whale every day is incredible mike just right in the ocean mike you have no treatment your wife's gone your kids are in school what have you been doing all week uh they they i've been working my He's wife just left man. two days ago. He's so. got a Ford that's 740. Why, why are you working when the wife is gone and the kids aren't home? That's the yeah, way you, you take I've been asking vacation. myself the same question. Actually, one one daughter has been home, so. Uh, yeah, that's you got to get out of Dodge then. So, yeah. Mike, yeah. I gotta, before I let you go, i got to ask you about the Alfa Romeo, the SUV, the um, Stelvio? I don't know if it's Stelvio. I don't know yes. how to that. Yes. Did you see pictures of it? I saw a picture of it. It is. It looks just like the Julia that it's based on. Just like somebody took a picture of a Julia and then just, you know, stretched it in Microsoft Project to make it a little taller. Yeah, yeah. Except it doesn't look like it has any ground clearance, so it's clearly a, you know, urban SUV. Well, all most SUVs are the modern ones are all urban SUVs. It's you'd have to modify yeah. them to make them any kind of off roading. But so yeah. then. And and maybe it's more of you probably be more of a Julia guy than a than a um, Stelvio guy, but 
you know, if you're willing to live with the abysmal quality of a BMW, would you step, would, would you go to an Alpha? Because it can't be any worse. That may be true. And, and they are, I don't know. I mean, Alpha, Alpha styling used to be really cool. The new ones do not look that great to me. You don't like the Julia? I think the Julia's gorgeous, the new one. I mean, it's it's it, pretty nice, but um, maybe what is it? The four C, the uh, the really yeah, fast one. That one's cool looking. Those are that for one sale. I could go for. Those have been for sale for like a year, and I've seen like one on the road. They just I don't know if they yeah. haven't been selling many. The last time, the only time I've seen one on the road, I think, was in Zurich, Switzerland. So yeah, I don't know what the deal is. I don't think I've seen one around here. Yeah, and I usually see just about everything around here. Yeah, no, I, I, either they're not selling or they, they're joking about selling them. All right. <laughs> Mike, we're going to take a break. I'm going to play a word from our sponsors. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for calling in and, and chatting with us. And uh, don't, uh, don't run anybody over with that BMW. I'll try not. Yeah, and stop ignoring and my calls, way, Mike. And by the way, the Persian market doesn't charge for the bags yet. Nice. So they're bucking the system. <laughs> nice. I'm going to have to shop there more often. Yep. You should go to the... There's an Armenian grocery store on 190th Street that's pretty good, too. I'm sure they're giving me free bags. <laughs> if you show up in a, in a, in a matching tracksuit, you get 15% off the Armenian market as well. <laughs> yes. So. They have a great selection of bags. <laughs> All right. All right, Gidry, don't ignore my phone calls. I'll be calling you this week. Sounds good. Let's get together uh, and hang out for a while one of these days off the air. All right. Sounds good, Mike. Thanks. Cool. All right. Thanks, Mike. We'll be back uh, after this word from our sponsor. You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. Open up your wallets and break out your credit card. Time for another Blue Glove Tool Review. This week's tool is a Craftsman 311-piece mechanics tool set. This should be a part of every man's garage. It's a starter set. It's what you start with. You know, you don't go out and buy a specialty tools, your ratcheting wrenches or your uh, RoboGlip. Um, you buy, you start off with a 311 piece mechanics tool set. You get that and then you can move on to, to other tools. And this is a basic, it's all, it's got enough wrenches, it's got sockets, it's got three different sized, uh, quarter inch, half inch, and three eighths. And it is a good basic set. I like the Craftsman. It's inexpensive. It's $230 on Amazon.com. And you can get it from uh, Deli Turismo. If you head over to Deli Turismo and look up the Blue Glove Tool Review, you'll go to our um, affiliate link and you can buy it and Deli Turismo, Deli Turismo will get a few bucks if you buy it. But uh, it's the basic set that you're going to start your gearhead garage and you start working on your own cars. 
And it's something that, like, producer Ben would never buy because he pays someone else to work on his cars because he's not a real man. But if you're a real man, you're going to buy this 311-piece mechanics tool set. And then we're going to go ahead and just go buy it. Don't worry about it. We're not going to tell your wife about it. Hello, Daily Turismo listeners. Now that the British country, otherwise known as the United Kingdom, has left the European Union, we would like to announce that European Motor Works, sponsor of Daily Turismo Radio, is no longer known as European Motor Works. They are now British Motor Works. And no longer will they be servicing Volkswagen engines. They will be working on Jaguar engines, Land Rover, Aston Martin, Mini, all these good British brands. If you need any hard parts or machining services, engineering as we call it, if you need a specialist to make you a bespoke assembly, pop round to European, I mean British Motor Works on Prairie Avenue in Hawthorne, California. Call it, ring him up at 1-800-722-8678, toll free in the US. If you're in jolly old Britain, however, there might be a small charge. That's European Motor Works, or visit EuropeanMotorWorks.com. And God save the Queen. And also tell him DT Radio sent you. Caswell from Build Race Party. You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. Hey, hey. ET Radio listeners, we're back from that little break. That was Mike calling us from his BMW 7 Series and uh, telling us a little bit about life. He's uh, he's old school. He likes to ride <laughs> tiny motor scooters like some kind of freaking clown, but he's a good guy. Yeah, that thing was tiny. I mean, like, it, like literally, it looked like a moped. Yeah, it would look ridiculous. He's yeah. a big guy too. He looked ridiculous riding. I, I saw. I was down in Irvine today. I saw a fat dude riding something similar. I mean, the dude was giant, and he was old too. The dude was like seventy. I couldn't help but think, dude, like, how do you make it that far in life without well, no, dying? I, no, I'm just like, man, the guy must have got a DUI or something like that, and like he's just trying to sneak around on this little friggin'. He had to like pulled over to the side too because mm. he couldn't really figure out what the hell he was doing. It was crazy. I was upset with him, though. Well, it's like the the old folk cars that they drive, or the golf carts they drive around with the special lanes in, like, um, you got, you got the Palm Desert or something. You could do that here. If you, you know, as long as it's got a license plate, as long as it goes, like, 40 miles an hour, you can drive it on the streets. The electric ones? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I see some of those in the neighborhood. <clears throat> People use them as kind of beach cruisers. Yeah, and no, I just, I, I want to throw water balloons at them or something, you know? <laughs> 
Or if I'm driving in my big truck, I shouldn't say this on the air, but like, not that hit, I would like hit ever the hit the air horn or oh, something like that. You yeah, know, you would hit the air horn. Just watch him jump. Yeah. I just get like a like my 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 Mustang. Just get in front of him and just just lay down the throttle a few times, <laughs> and you're so fumigated by a a classic carbureted muscle car that yes. no one no one enjoys that. No, I hate that. When I ride my bike, I hate that. There's nothing worse than like, oh, than a classic. Well, what's funny is that you know years ago when you rode your bike, that whole, the air smelled like that the whole time, dude. Right. <laughs> I mean, the 80s, every car smelled like that. You just don't remember it. No, I actually, I do. I do remember that very clearly. That's because you're old. Yeah, well. It's good. Thanks. Dude, I remember when I could, dude, I used to drive an LTD station wagon. I used to fill that sucker up for like 20 bucks. It was like gas was like 99 cents. I'm not going to tell you what it costs to fill up my Roadmaster these days. Yeah, I don't even want, well, dude, it can't be much more than my F1 or my, my 1500. 20 gallons. 24 gallon dude my my wife got mad at me dude i was literally on e from sunday coming back um from redondo beach on sunday um my fuel light came on and yesterday thursday was the first day i went and got gas you just drive around just driving around yeah see the road i I realized that like thursday coming home from work like holy you know i haven't gotten gas yet i'm like I was worried. The, the Roadmaster, it's um the light, the fuel light comes on, and then you'll drive in a turn, and all of a sudden it'll fuel starve, and you'll feel <laughs> yeah, it. And you're you'll like, oh, it, yeah. I better get gas now. <laughs> and I, I've never pushed it to see like how far yeah. could you drive on that fuel starve because who knows? It could just be bad baffling in the tank, and you could drive for another hundred miles with occasional fuel starving. But I felt it one time with that fuel light, and I'm like, oh, I better get gas now. Like, don't <laughs> yeah. wait. I, I I stopped in Inglewood yesterday to get fuel, and then I stopped at one of these gas stations where they have the new nozzles where it turns off like. Every Every five seconds whoa, 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 when you're holding whoa. it. Getting fuel in Inglewood, that requires a siphon hose. Like, I've been to Inglewood. Like, that's the only way you get gas there. Again, the gas <laughs> kept cutting off like every five seconds. Finally, I was pissed. I'm like, forget it. It's like I had like three gallons. I'm like, that's enough for like five days or something yeah. like that. It's like, do you take uh, Amex, uh, MasterCard, or Hoodie? <laughs> you got to look for the older cars because they don't have the locking yeah, gas caps. Yeah, and they know? don't have, and they have the bigger, some of them have this like an anti-siphon like, um, uh, thing that stops you from yeah. shoving a tube down it. You gotta go really old, seventies, like yeah, yeah. Ah, some of the early eighties stuff. Even the mid eighties stuff, you can still siphon gas. Sure, sure, you can. Well, have so to cut this part out of the podcast. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move on. <laughs> we're gonna move on to a little feature that's called from the website. Oh, do we have a drop for that? Like a did it did from the website? Did it from the yes. Website? Oh, oh, wait, wait for it now. I'm gonna play it now. <laughs> You're not allowed to play anything, Vince. Yeah, I, I can't hear it. Did you hear it? It was really good. Uh, so um. From the website. From the website. The website is dailyturismo.com, and I want to, I'm going to give my picks for the, what I consider cars of the week. Vince, what is your car of the week? Let me guess. It's the 2009 Subaru Impressa WRX STI no. Douchebag Mobile. It is not as much as that would be the choice of vapors, flat brimmers, and monster energy drinkers around the isn't globe. This, isn't this, wait, I ju- am, just for clarification purposes, yes, sir. is this your car? That is not my car. That is the next generation. In fact, that is a body style and a half later than my car. My car is a 2004, which was made basically the same through 2005, and then 6 and 7 are different cars, and then um, 8, 9, 10, 11 is a different body style, and then it changed yet again. Okay, now- many, many model restyles. All right, now which car is douchier, yours or this? Ooh, so it depends on how you define that characteristic. Um, these are a little bit, it's a slightly heavier car, it's a little bit slower, a little bit decontented, so it's not quite as racy, but it is, um, they're typically more expensive, and so um, the people who can afford the the older cars may be a little bit more likely to like put like a carbon fiber wing on it and um, 
destroy it for all intents and purposes. You know, the engine rebuilds are very common in those because people boost them till they explode. So, so is this car flat billier than yours? Uh, my my hood scoop is bigger, so I don't know. T- take it at that. You, you right, so, so, so essentially, what you're saying is your car, you people like would have a flat bill hat with a snapback, and these guys would have like fitted flat bills, is what you're saying? They might do a trucker hat even. Ooh, wow! Even as crazy as trucker hat. So anyway, look. So that's not my 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 pick of the week. The car of the sure? week is a 2005 Maserati Quattro Porte, which is a four door Maserati with a 4.2 liter Ferrari V8. That puts out like 394 horsepower, goes to 0 to 60 in about five seconds or less. It has a six-speed automatic um, paddle gearbox. It is a hundred and you know five thousand dollar plus luxury tax options. This car is being sold for seventeen nine via Craigslist. So it's it is being offered for less than the taxes to take it off the dealer lot when it was brand spanking new. And you can drive it. And it's not it's not like an old car. Dude, this thing looks nice. How it's old a Maserati. Is it? is it? It's a 2005 Maserati Quattroporte. It is a Seriously, it's 17 it is, How it is, is it 17 Because it's a Maserati Quattroporte with 100,000 miles on it from 2005. So how long is it going to last you? Until you have to fix uh, something major on it? I don't uh, know, a mile? I say, are you going to get it home <laughs> from Houston? <laughs> look at the side, look at those baller wheels. I know too. those I'd are. Burn those wheels in a heartbeat <laughs> and put some like original Maserati wheels back on it. But are you can that's probably got like um I can't draw a blank. Sorry. It even Bad looks radio. like it even. What do you, it, the, the, not they don't put air in the tires. Cancer. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's got something. I don't know what nitrogen or something in the in the wheels. Because instead you, of air, I don't know. I mean, you seen just, that, dude? You are so freaking green. The green valve stem cap, like when you go to Costco and they fill your tires up with nitrogen. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. No, it's, it's helium, Ben. Helium. I'm just making. Oh, they that don't up. put helium in cars. Lying to you. That's a zeppelin. It's it's that's. <laughs> It's actually nitrous. You fill your tires oh, full of nitrous. Sweet, dude. <laughs> that would be that would be something. But anyway, of course, uh, that's not the car I'd buy, right? Because you know I'm not going to buy. That's seventeen nine. That's a lot of money for a car. You're not allowed They're, to have any more cars. True. The car I'd buy is the 1987 Dodge Charger, which was a terrible L-body front-wheel drive pile of junk until the original owner who bought it in '87 swapped in a like a big block like a 360 cubic inch um v8 it's a little bit it's a little bit farther back than that ben you can go it's older it's like from november i don't know 10th or something like that um it's a big block v8 um matched to to a transmission and made it rear wheel drive he took this this charger from like a total econo box pile of junk to a um uh well okay it's still an econo box and a pile of junk but it's got rear wheel drive and it's fast it's gonna do big old burnouts um, and a complete sleeper. No, no one will suspect that car is anything other than, you know, the, the chargers from the eighties were, were pretty bad. I mean, you know, they're, they're slow. It was a little, they had little, um, uh, Chrysler, you know, two liter engines making about a hundred horsepower on a good they, day. It looks like the crappy Mustangs from the eighties. It's smaller than the Mustangs. Um, you know, shorter. No, but it's still ugly. Like the Mustang is what I'm saying. It's got that ugly, like, um, hatchback type of look almost. Ugly <laughs> hatchback. <laughs> Yes, this is true. So that's like, my pick. That's what I'd buy for five that's grand. What you'd buy five grand. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't I'd let rock you buy that. All day no, long. no, no. For forty eight hundred, I it's would a, rock a mullet Maryland. and drive no, there every dude, day. I wouldn't even let you do. I'd grow my hair in the back. I would seriously. I would. I would, I would burnouts everywhere. If you if you showed up with that car, I would kick you square in the balls on principle alone. That's it. Is... I would kick you in the balls. Actually, you know what I do? I kick you I would kick you in the balls and send you to Neptune and have you go live with freaking Kaibizi because it's some lame ass car that his ass would drive. He would get one of those. If it was like you know, made in a different country, 
Yeah, that, he likes ugly cars, dude. I'm that sorry. Citroen Zantia is really cool looking. No, car, that's an it's ugly. a cool car. It's interesting. It's got crazy like weird suspension. Do I have to host the radio show by myself? <laughs> Apparently, yes. <laughs> so, uh, producer Ben, or I'm gonna call you Engineer Ben from now on. The producing <laughs> aspect of it's kind of questionable these days. What is your what do you mean car these of the days? Week? It's always been questionable. <laughs> your car you know, of the week is a on, Volvo. Wait, wait a second. The, the 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 only the only way that, that I Volvo, got the right? title producer Ben was because I gave myself the title. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, no, my Good car point. of the week. Yeah, come on, dude. It's got to be the ninety, the ninety-eight Corvette. The pile of parts like falling apart. Yes. Terrible. Exactly crash. because it's a midlife crisis junk. Where I just, I don't know, um, what has more disease, the car or the last owner of the car? But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, little, it's pretty nasty. It's hideous. It's, and it's been bashed dude, up. Yeah, but it's really cheap. What was it, like two grand? I was like, it's like it's twenty five. I mean, if you pay twenty five hundred for that, you're an idiot. You know, I wouldn't. I'd pay like fifteen for it, maybe. I mean, it doesn't even have a hood. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need a hood. <laughs> exactly, it's totally post apocalyptic. That's not the car I'd buy, though, Vince. It's not. No, you're gonna buy the Suzuki Jimny. The one I, the I would buy. I would buy. I'd buy the STI, Vince. You'd buy the STI. <laughs> you know why? I don't know. I have always why. dreamed of being a douchebag. It's you like dream, wake up and take a look at yourself, man. You're good. I have totally always good. dreamed you, of, of you drive of getting, a Dodge. Of getting a flat bill, <laughs> going to the vape shop, getting like some sort of like I don't know, cosmic cherry flavor thing and freaking driving around in my STI and picking up high school chicks or something. I um I was hoping you'd pick that eighty eight Mercur Scorpio. I think it's pretty sweet. <laughs> terrible, terrible automobile. All right, so that's car of the week, and um, the I hope week. they weren't. Yeah, they're, the they're, 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 they were yeah. weak. That's for certain. Um, what about the Saab? But I want to not the Saab. No, the Saab, the Saab convertible. Saab. Next time we'll pick a Saab. Um, but I did want to mention something. Um, there's an article on Delhi Turismo um, that's about the Los Angeles Auto Show, 2016 Los Angeles Auto Show. Which uh, I had the uh, good fortune to attend during a um, the press and media days, um, and I kind of want to give showing off again. You, why didn't you go to it, dude? So I'm why still upset. Go? I don't even want to talk about it. I'm upset. You could have gone. Yeah, this year okay. also, you had yeah, access no. to it. It was free. I love my wife. You do not. It's your anniversary, <laughs> and you're true. in a radio show <laughs> in the studio with me. Okay, I I love my wife. I didn't go because of her. You kidding me? Well, you know, you She's, know. And besides, you can call her your ex-wife now. Just get ahead. Just get ahead of the game. <laughs> I love my ex-wife. She's sweet. Don't don't, don't don't worry about it. Eat your candy there. Why are you eating candy anyway in the studio? You're crackling candy wrappers in front of the microphone like a noob. Now he's going to mute his mic. I'm going to mute my mic too. It's going to be dead air. So anyway, um, Ellie Auto Show The was show was better when fantastic. it was dead air. It was a better one. <laughs> Was was fun, uh, you know. the The shows can be extravagant sometimes. Some of the manufacturers, when they don't have something, they don't have good cars. They sort of go crazy on the 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 uh, experience. Okay, and <laughs> if, for instance, if you're a Nissan and you're you're basically they're kind of pulling a Mitsubishi is the way I describe it. So you know, Mitsubishi used to make. 3,000 GT VR4s in Eclipse with a turbocharger all drive. They used to make the Evo, right? And today, Mitsubishi makes nothing but terrible SUVs that 
uh, and compact cars and just just junk. Okay, I don't. I, again, I apologize for people who work for Mitsubishi. I'm sure you guys work hard and you try to sell your cars, but the product planning is just it is um, it's abysmal. Okay, it's there's no Halo cars, nothing interesting. There's nothing that a person who's other than the random drunks who stumble into a Mitsubishi dealership. I don't know why anyone would anyone would buy one of them. Uh, however, Nissan is trying to follow Mitsubishi's footsteps. It's trying to it's trying to get into that same crowd. So as a result, they haven't done anything to their um, their 370Z for a couple of years, and, and they don't really seem to be planning to. The, the GTR has been the same since it launched, right? Oh, it's got a little more horsepower. It's got some shifts faster. But in reality, the thing looks the same since it was launched here in the States uh, almost a decade ago. Um, and the 370Z was just a 350Z with a little slightly different body. So they are now spending all their money and time developing the Rogue or the the I don't know what the latest ones is. and so they they called this one the Rogue and then they they partnered with with Lucasfilms or Disney to release the Rogue One edition of the Nissan Versa. So at the end of my diatribe is seriously yes seriously no and, dude you got to be kidding me no seriously it's called the Rogue One after the new Star Wars movie that's coming out in December and it is a Nissan Rogue it's a black Nissan Rogue that says Rogue One plaque on it. I I seriously hope Trump ushers in the apocalypse because like. We, we, don't we deserve, deserve it. Anyway. No, yeah, no, uh, absolutely. I agree. And and some people will buy. This. Some people will buy it completely un just because unwittingly. Because it's called Rogue One. No, they don't even know. They'll just stumble them. into it. I hate the, the problem with the I hate human about, beings. The thing about the automotive industry that people have a hard time understanding and getting is that I would say half of cars are purchased because a person who does not have a car wanders into the first dealership he finds, and then a guy in a suit who's, you know, it's not even a nice suit. It's kind of a crummy suit. They can't see you, Vince. Comes up <laughs> and says, uh, hey, what kind of payments can you afford? Yeah, you want to get, I'll get you into something nice. And the next thing you know, you're driving away with some car that was engineered, uh, you know, by a bunch of idiots somewhere and um, is just a, it's it's this like, I hate to say, I hate to put Nissan on this because they have made some interesting cars. The 510 was a fabulous car for, for its its time. Um the 300Zs and even 350Z and the GTR is a phenomenal car and some of the Infinity is okay. We'll get to Infinities later. I got some issues with their nomenclature these days. But <laughs> the point is, is that at the LA Auto Show, there's this huge display and it's got a like a life-size TIE fighter. I mean, this thing dwarfs this Nissan's. It's 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 the pod where the person sits. It's well above a car. Um, and then they have these like Star Wars like statues in the back and an X-wing and all this Star Wars stuff to distract you from the fact that it's. They're selling what looks like kind of, I don't know, funny styled Kias. I mean, it's just not, there's nothing exciting. So, um, yeah, it looks like, it looks like a Kia banged a Scion and that's what <laughs> came out. Seriously. And, that's what it looks like. Well, and, and then somebody like blinged it up, but like there's some, you know, chrome on the grill and yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going on with the, st the styling of cars these days, but however, I want to point out some highlights from the show. What I consider my highlights. There's tons of people have talked about what they like from the show. But mine are more important. And of course they are. Uh, you know where I found the best looking car in the entire auto show? You're, you're going to be amazed about this. Buick. You would be surprised how That's good looking the Buick That's Avista a Buick? or Avista or Avista. Again, it's got know. those tires, though. It's got the, like, the, you know, the 22s on it. It's a concept car. This is a concept car. This is not. So the, the thing is, in, in the, the rear view looks really cool. It's 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 a little yeah. bit bangles kind of butt to it. it. Looks like the BMW 5 7 Series from from the Bangle BMW era. But but the front end, which I didn't take a good picture of anyway, you can see this in DailyTourismo.com. Um, it is a good looking, interesting car. It's a two seat. It looks you know kind of 
sporty and futuristic. It's got this crazy rake to it. It's long. It's got short overhang in the front. It, it's a good-looking concept car. Now, so, so, so what are the chances it actually makes it to production? I'll get there. It's Buick, <laughs> okay, which is, you know, I don't know how Buick survived the, the carpocalypse, the 2008 financial meltdown, when Pontiac, Oldsmobile, Mercury, Lincoln, they all didn't make it, right? Oh, wait, the Lincoln, Lincoln, no, Lincoln made it. Yeah, Lincoln made it. They just make terrible cars. But um, Buick survived, okay, because of a place called China, okay, which is the most populous country in the world. They like Buicks they in love China? Buicks. Really? You've got to be kidding me. No, I'm not. Good they like Buicks. Go to Shanghai, and a third of the cars there are Buicks. They're just everywhere. And and Buicks makes... it. Every Chevy has been rebadged a Buick in China because there's some kind of Buick um, thing with China. So GM could not kill the Buick brand, not because it sold well in the U.S., but because of China. Okay, so they kept they kept alive Buick. They got rid of Pontiac and an and Oldsmobile. Um and Saturn, and uh, was the, they got rid of Hummer too? Anyway, they got rid of a bunch of brands. They kept Buick, and um, it is uh, this car, if anything called a Vista or something similar goes into, into production, it's going to be very bland looking. It's not going to look like this. To drive. It'll probably be this, front wheel drive. That, that looks, it looks very nice. It looks yeah. sharp. Yeah. I mean, I, so, I, it's, it's that, it's that commercial. I mean, I don't want to sound like the commercial, but it does. You know, that's a Buick. You know? Right. Yeah. No. It's gonna be. It's gonna be ruined once it goes into production. But um, we'll, we'll get there. We'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll be wrong. But what's funny is that every time I go to the auto show and I go through all the cars, start looking at them, and I see the the latest Lincoln concept cars and this and that and the Ford Eco something or other, some kind of Ford little SUV. Um, I find myself drawn to interesting things like a race car that's sitting there, or in this case, the actual 1966 Ford GT40 that Dan Gurney. And um, Chris Amon drove to the checkered at four o'clock checkered flag at the uh, Le Mans race in 1966. Didn't we see that already, though? We saw that at the Carol Shelby show. This yeah, that's what too. I was going to say. We yep. saw that exactly. Didn't we talk yeah. to? We talked to to Aaron Shelby, and we yeah. talked about this car. But now, who did we talk to at the show when we were at the show? He didn't come on the the, the radio. Bob Bondurant is yeah. we talked to. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now he raced a different one. He raced in the, in like '67, I think, or '68 or something. He raced later, but um, yes, this um, this was the first one where where they 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 finished was the one two three, and they just demolished Ferrari at the, at, at Le Mans. Of course, Ferrari won the season championship points, but no one ever talks about that. Everyone talks about Le Mans and how great <laughs> it was. And, uh, it's, it's, well, that's the truth. Go you know? like hell, yeah. So um, and Adam Carolla's documentary, I don't think it's out yet. I've been looking for that, but if it is out, I I apologize. I don't. I'm not paying attention. Adam, we know you're listening. If you want to send us an advanced copy, you know. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. I, emails I at dtradio at dailyturismo.com. So um, anyway, mid-engine supercars, even with a V6, which, you know, the Ford, new Ford GT's got a twin-turbo V6, which, you know, I've heard them and they sound good. Um, I'm a little disappointed about a V6 and a supercar, but you know what? Acura yeah, went the same can, way. Can you have a V6? I mean, can you? You know what? You can't call it a supercar, in my opinion. A V6, you just, you can't. I mean. You just, just go to YouTube and, and listen to some of the videos of the engine running. It sounds good. So what? It, you know what? It doesn't matter. It, it could it, be a one cylinder. Exactly. If it sounds like it, it, that, I'll drive it. If it's fast, oh it's got like 600 God. horsepower. I agree that on a certain level, it should have a V8 or greater. So are you a fan of them pumping the engine noise into the cockpit then? Into the. So here's the thing. On a very, uh, I'm a nerd, so no, I'm like, oh no, that's wrong. But you know what? But but if you, you but, could, if you could, if you could have engine noise pumped into my car today and it sounded really good, I'd be like, oh, you know what? I'll give this a try. You know, just, just a little <laughs> bit. You know, sure. 
You know, it's just it's just no, it's no big deal. Everyone if, does it. You know, it's just a little bit of cocaine. It's not a big deal. If you it's, if you get me drunk, it'll be fine. Right? Yeah. It's just just vaping. It's not like it's smoking. You know, it's not not that bad. Um. So anyway, Acura's had their V6. Acura's got their NSX, which it's never gonna go gonna go into production. They just keep showing it at auto shows, and and oh, it's going into production next year. Um. I think that supposedly I think they've all been sold already. Anyway, it's um. We'll see if they ever show up on the road or they just get collected by a bunch of rich guys. Um. Yeah, who really but, cares at this point about that? I mean, like you said, that, they've been saying it's going to go into production for so long. It's yeah, like the boy I, who cried wolf at this point. Well, it's like the boy who cried V6 supercar at this point, which is <laughs> yeah, just exactly. not like... Uh, you um, can't, yeah. But anyway, enough about um, Acuras and Fords. I want to hear what you. I want to hear your thoughts before you move on about the, um, the Navigator. The and, giant Lincoln concept car thing? Yeah. Oh, man. You know, this is it's classic like Lincoln where... You know, you create some huge slab-sided beast with really cool-looking concept car. And then, if you've seen the new Continentals? So, they showed this concept car. It looked really cool. It was big, big wheels. It was all blocky. It was all manly. And it was ready to go. And then they released the car. And actually, the production car's at the LA Auto Show. And I saw it. And it is just the most bland-looking thing. And it's got this stupid grill. looks like it's kind of got like a buck-tooth grill. Um, that's just, you know, this plastic chromed grill that looks like an amalgam of like every grill that was ever designed and kind of stuck into like a well we don't want to offend anybody kind of package and i mean i don't want everyone to start going like acura and designing the cars that like look like you know um were designed by like a nine-year-old who wants to be batman like nobody needs that but the blandness in the luxury cars from the american auto manufacturers where they're trying to not upset anybody it's not cool it's 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 gone on too far so, so you no, didn't no, answer no, my like question. It. What do you? Know? Like what, what, what? I mean, sure, it's got giant wing, a, a, a big gull wing door that opens up over all the passengers. It'll never go into three steps. Like Come on, dude. Yeah, three I, steps up. You know, it's I don't know. In the, in the back of it, it's got like a big suit kit for like you know, it's got like a pair of binoculars, weird stuff. Anyway, it's I don't want to talk about Lincolns. What I do want to talk about is wheels. So there was. A, I wanted to talk about the Lincolns. We're done, Lincoln's. The wheels. You. There were some interesting wheels, retro-looking wheels that sort of, to me, in my opinion, were making a bit of a comeback <laughs> on this Maybach 650s Mercedes. A really cool-looking wheels. Um, big. Um, I don't know what you call them. Kind of look like turbine twos from a BMW. And then um, on a Honda CRV, HRV, RVR, MRG, something. Um, yeah, the wheels look like they look like they're straight out of, like Tron. They look very 80s. Um, an alloy wheel. It just it looked good, and and as a lover of weird wheels like Saab wheels from the seventies and eighties, um, I can appreciate those those wheels. So um, keep it up, guys. You're doing something right. Crazy wheels. I like that. There's too much blandness. No more blandness. Um, speaking of bland, I went over to Mazda's booth. Actually, Mazda has some decent styling. They they've got a good <laughs> good combination of um, being a little bit edgy they're they're different enough there's a corporate kind of look and and they um uh they're the, the mx5 looks good the new the new Miata looks good the hard top looks really good in my opinion i think it looks really good uh, i sat in one there's no headroom I don't, there's no headroom at all i know i I'm sat in one tall. as well i'm just you, you would you would if you leaned your head to the left you'd hit you'd hit the the roof the roof thing so it's like all right guys i don't know what i know who was thinking about that <clears throat> um coleman couldn't even fit in one i don't think the heart, well, not the hard top up. No, you have to lift that thing down. Um, 
But if you want headroom, you head over to Jeep and you can check out their new um, really? Grand Wagoneer. No, because that was a that's one of my big. I mean, you know me. I'm a I'm a big Jeep. I'm a big um, Chrysler guy, basically. And my biggest complaint was the was the headroom in the last couple editions of the Cherokee was the fact that everything was so low. Your visibility out the front windshield just. Yeah, and it's if, they, if, they if, if, you're, if you're if you're over six feet tall, or just actually if you're over five eight, your visibility out the front windshield is basically. I mean, it's like driving a tank almost. What if you're like an old guy who used to be close to six feet and now he's kind of fat and gets he gets kind of his <laughs> spine's compressed and he's not anymore? Is that that? How's that? How's that work out? You're lucky the TV's right behind <laughs> you. <laughs> Get the staple gun out. Uh, know, where is the staple Jeep gun? Jeep Grand Wagoneer was kind of cool. It's just a new thing. It's you know, it's not much to look at. It looks kind of like a big Ford Explorer mixed with a Jeep Wagoneer or Jeep. Um, what's not Wagoneer? Because really? I'm on DailyTourismo.com, Vince, and I don't see it. Scroll down. You'll you scroll up a little bit from that BAC Mono right there, and you'll see it. There's a there's a booth babe, a booth professional, a lady standing in front of it. You you can't miss it. Um, and in fact, that was one of the requests from one of our um, DT. Um, uh, readers was booth babes, and so um, someone else asked for a, a grand wagoneer. So, so, so that. that looks to me like the Cherokee. Doesn't look like a wagoneer. That is the new grand wagoneer, and it says that right on the side. So there. are they gonna? What, what are they doing with the Cherokee? Are they Maybe just that's a Cherokee. A, I don't know what that like is. A Cherokee. It's if a you, Jeep. If you look, look in the picture. It says Cherokee, dumbass. Does it really say that? I don't know. I can't. I can't tell. I don't know my. I don't know my Jeeps. I thought that was a new I one. No, I don't think the the wagoneer. Has... Grand, oh yeah, it's just Grand Cherokee in the background too. Oh, there you go. There you have it. I didn't even know what kind uh, of Jeep that was. I was that's a Jeep. Say. I don't know. You know what? No, I, that, that to... you know what that to me looks like. It looks like it looks like they're going back to the way that um the Cherokee was about about ten years ago. Actually, that, that looks more like the ten years ago body styling. Then, it's it's not as boxy as as they they went back to the boxy kind of body styling when I guess about five years ago, and then they redesigned it and made it a little bit smaller, a little bit more sporty. And then this looks like it's kind of going back to a little bit in between. So I like it actually. It looks good, and not just a booth professional. You 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 like the Jeep? I do because you know what. I just like I, if you said Jeep, all I think about is like a male Jeep or like you know CJ something <laughs> CJ five CJ seven and like no, the rest man. of these things are like I don't know, you know you might as well just no I might as well take public transit at this point in time. It's just nothing to get excited about. But really, really? I don't no dude yeah, you, the no. bus no. Jeep. But you know what a Volvo S ninety really you're so you're saying that the <laughs> the, the, the Jeep is taking public transit? You're talking. You know what? I think this show's over. No, the show's over. I got to tell you. No, the, we're out of time. The, the show's Volvo. over. I I'd like to. I'd Volvo. like to thank all our listeners the, for listening. I'd like Volvo to thank Mike a, for calling they had the show today. They a moose in their display. Really? They had an actual scroll down two pictures. Fine, I'll let you. Okay, you could talk about the moose, but you so have like three minutes to do it, in, and we're done. S ninety is some kind of I don't know, new Volvo. Dude, you didn't even get a good picture of the moose. It's not about the moose. It's about that picture. It's, the screen to the right shows. No, it's actually more about the moose. You click on the picture, it gets bigger. Okay, that's how the internet works. They're genius. Um. The moose was a almost full sized moose. It was a, it would have been a small moose, not quite a fully mature one. Um, but they were showing their vision <laughs> detection system, and it was picking up. It put boxes around people, and it shows the the moose. And um, uh, I went and asked the people, and they, they about if they had a um like an um a Minnesota or a Michigan version of this Volvo that where it would detect the moose and tell you whether or not it was in season. <laughs> But they they were not impressed. They, they weren't. They, they were but not, I, like, I would actually I would be impressed with that. Like, they were like, "Oh, sir, you have to leave now." <laughs> <laughs> I 
I got that a lot. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, that is why we do not have sound from the LA Auto Show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because truth be told, Vince got like 10 pictures and got thrown out. That's about it. I saw it. the most awesome custom made like bizarre looking vehicles in the basement you got to go to the basement of the auto show if you guys are in town and see these crazy vehicles that are made from like sheet metal by this lunatic in san diego um just the the strangest looking things i, I didn't there's no reason for him to he's not selling them he's just like i have this he rented a booth in the LA auto show and he's just displaying them for some unknown reason and nobody seems to understand why but they're like bizarre looking all right wrap up the auto show <laughs> real quick vince what'd you think in a nutshell uh you know, the LA Auto Show is off cycle, so it's um it's too early to release twenty eighteen vehicles for production. And so it's sort of like late twenty seventeen launches or like concept cars maybe. And so, you know, the the January one in uh, Detroit is much more because now it's twenty eighteen models. So everyone will release all their twenty eighteen models there. So the LA Auto Show get, kinda gets shortchanged. It's too late for twenty seventeen, it's too early for twenty eighteen. Um, and so the result is it tends to be more like a, um, it's almost always a lot of concepts, right? Yeah. Some concepts, but, um, there wasn't that many concepts, probably like a dozen concepts at the most. There was a, um, interesting, there was a, um, rapid prototype. So, uh, um, additive manufacturing, um, someone took a 3d printer and printed a car and a motorcycle. Um, Wow. How'd that turn out? It looks good. It looks good. It was um, interesting. It was, you know, it's, it's in pictures. You can't tell it just looks like a, you know, a car, but, um, you can find, um, uh, articles about that all over the internet, um, and anyway, it's, it was a good show. If you're if you're local to to LA area, head over, um, check it out. It's relatively inexpensive. You can get tickets, um, and uh, you know, wander through. And you gonna be there tomorrow? I'll be there. With, I think I'll take my kid, take my son back, and right, so so if you see someone with a Daily Turismo T-shirt on or hat, because I'm sure Vince will be whoring out Daily Turismo while he's at the auto show. That's right. Yeah. Go say hi to him. And if you want a free t-shirt. Yeah. He'll give you a free t-shirt. I'll take Um, my t-shirt off and walk around naked if I need to. But I'll send you a t-shirt, a sticker, and a hoodie if you slap him when you see him. All you got to do is just get it on video and email me at at dtradio at (laughs) dailyturismo.com. Put it on on, on Instagram. Yeah. There you go. Put it up on the Facebook page. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. We're out of time. That's all the time we had for today. Um Big thanks to uh, producer Ben. Big thanks to Mike for calling in. And uh, keep what on Chris wrenching. And a- what about Chris and Ashley? They're not here. They don't get thanked. All right, fine. Say it. Keep on wrenching. You've been listening to Daily Turismo Radio. You can follow the show on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Daily Turismo and on Twitter at Daily Turismo. Use the hashtag DT Radio. 